Hello everyone, hi, it's time for your daily devotional for September the 22nd, 2021. Today we are reading Genesis 18, 1 through 33, and today's topic is Who do you plan on saving? Who do you plan on saving? In Genesis 18, 1-33, we are talking about the conversation that God is having with Abraham. And they are discussing, they end up discussing about the city of Sodom. And in this conversation, Abraham asks uh, a few questions. So... We're going to find out what he asks the Lord about the city of Sodom. Okay, let's get into this topic. I know this is something that is very interesting to me. It is, who are you going to save? Who are you going to save? All right, let's get into it, y'all. All right, Genesis 18, 1 through 33. All right, babies. Let's get busy. All right, everybody, let's get into this word. And we are reading Genesis 18, 1 through 33. And it reads as, And the Lord appeared unto him in the plains of memory. And he sat in the tent door in the heat of the day. And he lift up his eyes and looked, and lo, three men stood by him. And when he saw them, he ran to meet them from the tent door and bowed himself toward the ground and said, My Lord, if now I have found favor in thy sight, pass not away, I pray thee, from thy servant. Let a little one, I pray you, be fetched. And wash your feet and rest yourselves under the tree. And I will fetch a morsel of bread and comfort you, your hearts. After that, ye shall pass on. For therefore are ye come to your servant. And they said, So do as thou hast said. And Abraham hastened into the tent unto Sarah and said, Make ready quickly three measures of fine meal, knead it, and make cakes upon them, the hearth. And Abraham ran unto the, unto the herd and fetched a calf tender and good, and gave it unto a young man, and he hastened to dress it. And he took butter and milk and the calf which he had dressed, and set it before them. And he stood by them under the tree, and they did eat. 
And he said unto him, and they said unto him, Where is Sarah thy wife? And he said, Behold, in the tent. And he said, I will certainly return unto thee according to the time of life. And lo, Sarah thy wife shall have a son. And Sarah heard it in the tent door which was behind him. Now Abraham and Sarah were old and well stricken in age, and it ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of woman. Therefore Sarah laughed within herself, saying, After I am wax old, shall I have pleasure, my Lord being old also. And the Lord said unto Abraham, Wherefore did Sarah laugh, saying, Shall I of a certainty bear a child which am old? Is anything too long for the Lord? At the time appointed, I will return unto thee according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. Then Sarah denied, saying, I laugh not, for she was afraid. And he said, Nay, but thou didst laugh. And the men rose up from thence and looked toward Sodom, and Abraham went with them to bring them on the way. And the Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham that thing of which I do? Seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. For I know him, that he will command his children and his household after him, and they shall keep the way of the Lord to do justice and judgment, that the Lord may bring upon Abraham that which he hath spoken of him. And the Lord said, Because the cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is great, and because their sin is very grievous, I will go down now and see whether they have done altogether according to the cry of it, which is come unto me, and if not, I will know. And the men turned their faces from thence and went towards Sodom. But Abraham stood yet before the Lord. And Abraham drew near and said, Wilt thou also destroy the righteous with the wicked? Preadventure, there be fifty righteous within the city. Wilt thou also destroy and not spare the place for the fifty righteous that are therein? that be far from thee to do after this manner, to slay the righteous with the wicked, and the righteous shall be as the wicked, that be far from thee, shall not the judge of all the earth do right? And the Lord said, If I find in Sodom fifty righteous within the city, then I will spare all the place for their sakes. And Abraham answered and said, Behold, now I have taken upon me to speak unto the Lord, which am but dust and ashes. Preadventure, there shall lack five of the fifty righteous. Wilt thou destroy all the city for lack of five? And he said, If I find there forty and five, I will not destroy it. And he spoke unto him yet again, and said, Preadventure, there shall be forty found there. And he said, I will not do it for forty's sake. And he said unto him, O oh, let not the Lord be angry, and I will speak. 
peradventure there shall thirty be found. And he said, I will not do it if I find thirty there. And he said, Behold, I now have taken upon me to speak unto the Lord. Preadventure there shall be twenty found there. And he said, I will not destroy it for twenty's sake. And he said, Oh, let not the Lord be angry, and I will speak yet. But this once, preadventure, ten shall be found there. And he said, I will not destroy it for ten's sake. And the Lord went his way as soon as he had left communing with Abraham. And Abraham returned unto his place. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for all that you are trying to teach us in this moment in our lives with this word. In this word, there is so much to learn from. Lord, open our hearts, our minds, and our spirits to understand what you are saying to us in this moment and in, in this time. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for so many, so many blessings, so many, so many blessings that you have bestowed upon us just this one day. Lord, we thank you for your word. We know that your word is true and honest and forthright. For Lord, we know that you are Alpha and Omega, beginning and the end. Lord, may you add a blessing to the reading of his word. In the mighty name of Jesus, we do pray. Amen, amen, and amen. <laughs> this topic, right? So our topic for the day is who are you going to save? And it also talks about Abraham's wife, Sarah. And in the beginning of the conversation, we see that the Lord has appeared before Abraham in the form of three men. And, you know, it is a thing of, it is a thing of, is that Abraham seems to know that he is in the presence of God. He seems to kind of have that sense of, I know you just didn't appear out of nowhere so you just appeared out of nowhere and I'm out here in the, out, out, out in the heat of the day I know anybody else is going to be out no one else is going to be out here but God okay so <laughs> and it's surprising how God will just show up out the blue when you think you know when you when you think you're alone God always shows up and shows out right so in the process of this, we see that Abraham goes and fixed them a feast and fixed them something to eat and say, you know, come on, sit down, right? you know, sit down, take a break, you know, um, you know, let me go ahead and get you some water and, and get you some nourishment, 
and uh, I will make sure that, you know, I want to, you know, I want to be a servant unto you. Okay. I want to be a servant unto you. Even though these may be, you know, it, it's a thing of, I want to be a servant even though I don't know you. I don't know where you came from. You don't hear Abraham asking no questions like where y'all come from, what y'all doing out here, and all. You don't, you don't see, you don't, you know, you don't see him asking no questions. He just says, "All right, let me be a servant unto you, and I will serve you, and have you good, something to drink and something to eat." And three, and they say, "Okay, all right, do as they, do as do as thou has said." Okay, and. He runs to go get the food and get it all prepared and everything and whatnot, you know. And while waiting on the food, you know, waiting on the food, you know, and then uh, waiting on the food. And the man, one of them asked and said, where's your wife, Sarah? Oh, she's in the tent. And she says, and it gets it gets in a conversation, he says, um, and they said unto him, and they said unto him, where is Sarah, thy wife? He said, Be old in the tent. And he said, <coughs> I will suddenly return unto the according to the time of life. And lo, Sarah thy wife shall have a son. And Sarah heard heard what they had said. Sarah heard what they said because she standing at the door behind them. So Abraham and Sarah, they even though they were old in their age, they just had a prophecy told to them. Say, you're going to have a child. She's going to have a child next time this year. And Sarah heard what he said. And he's like, she's like, really? Like, I'm old as crud. I'm old as dust. And you're going to come and tell me I'm going to have a baby. I know my mom's 100 years old. And Abraham is, is older in his age. They're two elderly people, as we would call it in today's time. And it's like... She like, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, like, you got to be joking, right? And then, <laughs> when she is asked and confronted about this, the man confronts her. She said, no, I didn't laugh about that. I, you know, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, she tried to play dumb, right? He's like, you can't play dumb with me. I already know. I already, I already know, okay? So, um... Yes, you're gonna have a baby, Sarah, and you're gonna birth. Uh, you're gonna birth a nation. Gonna be the mother of nations, right? And so, you know, and that, you know, and then he says, "Okay, look, it, you know, you being old doesn't have nothing to do with what I have planned for you. You being of elderly age does not have nothing to do with this blessing I'm about to bless you with." I don't care how old you are. If I want to bless you at a thousand years old, I can bless you at a thousand years old. God does not put limits on us. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I get from this passage. God does not put limits on us. He does not put limits on us regardless of our age, our color, our ethnicity uh you know white black brown orange whatever color you want to be and he does not put no age and he does not put a limit on you regardless of he does not put a limit on you when it comes to your blessings 
God did not put a blessing, does not put limits on a blessing. He don't get how if he wants you to start business at 75, he wants you to start business at 75 because he did it in my daddy. So I know that kind of, I know I I kind of like I know I've seen it I have seen that for myself. My daddy waited till he was 75 years old till he started his trucking business. He been driving since he was 14, and now all of a sudden he wants to get up there in age of 75, 60, what whatever age he was at. He was he was in early late 60s, early 70s. And he wanted to start a trucking business, so he started his business. Isn't that marvelous how God can bless you at any age with something he wants you to do? He laid in your heart that you maybe have doing all of your life and you have just been like, how can I say it? Wasting your time when you could have been on another level. You know, you could be on another level and God wants to take you to that level, but you're so scared and you stayed in that space for so long. And then you just say, bump it. I'm going to just jump off this. I'm going to jump over here off, off of faith. I'm going to just jump over here. I've been doing this, so I don't know how to do it by now. God puts no limits on your blessing when he wants you to establish yourself in the kingdom. When he wants you to establish yourself with what is going on right in your life. God puts no limits on us, regardless of what it is he wants us to do, no matter what the age is, okay? So, uh, and then we go into this part of, uh, we go into this part where, you know, all right, Sarah going to have the baby, that's been prophesied to her, and then he goes into a conversation with Abraham talking about Sodom and Gomorrah. And in verse, in verse 18, 14, it says, and is anything too hard for God, for the Lord? At the time appointed, I will return unto thee according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. That is the promise God has made to Abraham and Sarah. And then, like I said, Sarah denies, denies laughing, and you know, she's like, look, and the man rose up from this and looked towards Sodom, and Abraham went with them to bring them on the way. Hmm. And in that passage, okay, we already know Sarah done had her moment where she laughed about it, she overheard it, and she laughed about it, and the Lord said, no, I got something for you to do, okay, and you're going to have a baby. Okay, so then uh, Abraham and the Lord, they go off, and they get up, and they, they go on their way, it says, looking towards Sodom and Gomorrah. And the Lord says... But I know him that he will command his children and his household after him, and they shall keep the way of the Lord to do justice and judgment, that the Lord may bring bring unto Abraham that which he hath spoken of him. So we already know. Uh, Abraham knows what God talking about. Abraham know he he God know what he gonna do, and God keeps his promises to him. Okay. Then it says, and the Lord said, because the cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is great, and because their sin is very grievous. I will go down now and see whether they have done altogether according to the to the cry of it, which to which is to come unto me. If not, I will know. God goes into a thing of all right. Let me go check on this city. Let me go check on this city, Sodom and Gomorrah. And 
I want to find out if there's anybody, any good people in this in this in this place because Sodom and Gomorrah is crying out to me and letting me know that there are no good people in this place. Everybody is full of sin and they're grievous and and, and and they're full of sorrow and pain and, and hurt and things of that nature. And God is sensing that. God knows this. And this is something that he he, he says, okay, if I, and I know, I know if these people in this neighborhood, sound good more, if they're going to be right or not. See, we get to the point where we think that we can hide everything from God, but he knows us before we know ourselves. He know what we're going to do, when we're going to do it, how we're going to do it, where we're going to do it at, and how we're going to plot it out. And he knows everything before you do it. But he wants to, He, I really, I think this is a test with him and Abraham. He's testing Abraham to see, okay, well, you know, and Abraham start asking me questions. You know, these questions. Abraham says, okay, so, um, he says, Sodom. Okay, and you know, Sodom. He says, Abraham drew near and and said, Will thou also destroy the righteous with the wicked? Is that you gonna kill them good people too? If you got if a bunch of wicked people, you gonna kill them together? Is you gonna, you know, just wipe them all out? You know, not give nobody a chance, you know. <laughs> like um uh, uh Jesus, uh what you know, God, what is you doing? You know, like I know that he, Abraham is so optimistic. It's this this optimi- optimism that gets me when he talks about this. Uh, when he asks this, when he asks the the ask the Lord, he says, "Wait a minute, God! Everybody in the city can't be bad. It got to be somebody good. Somebody, somebody got to be doing something right, something right." So. If you if I if if you find if you find one person will you will you save the city? I say okay. If I find one, I'll save him for that one sake. Then he says he says if you find he asks asks this this question in different quantities of how many people he will find. Right? He asks him. He says okay. How about fifty? Lord said if I find fifty, I'll save the place. Okay, what if I find, let's see, uh, four, five and four, five and fifty. Yeah, okay, if you find that many, I'll go ahead and say the place. And then he says, he says, um, no, then he says, uh, let's see, uh, forty. How about forty? You know, and, and Abraham is throwing out these numbers, these numbers, right? He's throwing out these numbers. And the Lord says, if I can find that many on each account I will not destroy this place I will not destroy this place hmm even even Abraham goes down to 10 people if you get 10 people can we can we can can if I if you find 10 people can you save the place for the 10 people God said I'll do that and we see that after they had this conversation God gets up the Lord gets up and he says I have to go on my way and the Lord went on his way as soon as he had left communing with Abraham and Abraham returned to his place like they were walking along 
he was guiding them, guiding them, walking, you know, walking along and having a conversation with the Lord and the other two men. And and he said, he, you know, they talking and they just having a conversation, walking along, right? And it's like, okay, well, you know, and then it says, he asked, Abraham asked him these questions on the walk. And so the conversation ends and this way it ends at where, where uh, after communing, you know, they, they, they kind of part their ways. You know, Abraham has walked them like in a path, you know, they're walking along and everything. And he say, I got to go. I got to go to, towards Sodom and Gomorrah. So they depart ways and Abraham returns home. But God keeps going. Okay. That's how our conversation should be with God. Always ask questions. Always ask some questions. You know, ask and they say the dumb questions are the ones you don't ask. Okay, so I mean, always be vigilant. Always be vigilant. Always ask. Always have a conversation with God regarding regarding all matters. That's the way I look at this conversation. No, and you know, so this is what's going on. First, Sarah is it. You know, it's told she's gonna have a baby, and she's like, "Yeah, right, <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay." And then she's confronted about her laughter. She's confronted about her, and she's in now about what the Lord has told her, has prophesied to her Abraham because of her age. And this is telling me that no matter how old you are, God has a plan for you. I don't care if you fifty. I don't care if you five hundred and sixty years old. You know, because back in them days, people lived a long time. Okay, they lived a long, 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 long time. So you know, and um, had long, long, long longevity. Long, you know, and, and the longevity. And the thing is, is and then you got a moment to sit down and have a conversation with God after that happens, and you asking them all the questions like, okay, well, since you already know this, maybe you can tell me the answer to that. You know, it, it piques Abraham's curiosity when he starts having this conversation with God. You know, and that's what I would—that's what it should do to our minds. We should always be having a conversation with God, regardless. Okay, well, you said this. Okay, well, I trust you. I'm gonna trust you, Lord. I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave everything up to you, but I want to ask some questions. Okay, so what you—you you know, and Abraham kind of like walks into that. He says. Okay, Lord, so what you plan on doing with Sodom and Gomorrah? You know, like, well, what you plan on, what you going to do with the people? And God tells him. But God always gives him an answer. He says, if I could find one soul that is righteous, I would not destroy the place. So, what kind of conversations are you having with God? Are you asking the right questions? Are you doing the right things? Are you in denial about his way that he has for you, that he's already given you a vision? Are you in denial about, yeah, right, okay, mm-hmm, yeah, I'm going mm-hmm, yeah, I'm going to have a baby old, old as I am. I'm going to start a business as old as I am. I'm going to do a lot of things as old as I am. Nothing is impossible for God. That's what it said in his verse. In verse 14, is anything too hard for the Lord? Nope. So, 
Stop cutting God short and start cutting yourself short. Because God can do all things. All things are all things are possible through Christ who strengthens us. Okay? So I want y'all to go ahead, have a nice day, and I'll see you on the next daily devotion. Okay, babies. All right, love you. Later. Sharice Johnson Moore here, owner and CEO of LBMTB. At LBMTB, our objective is to give you programming that will invigorate, motivate, and inspire you. Our programming will provide you with insight, in-depth knowledge, and solutions in your daily living. We can be seen on every smart TV, smartphone globally, We're located on the C1 Media Smart TV app, Apple TV, Roku TV, Amazon Fire TV, Android TV, and Google TV. So get ready to enjoy positive, uplifting programming for your daily living here at LBM TV, where we care about you. Hello, 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 Sharice Johnson-Moore here, and I have something special for you, okay? I'm starting a new streaming channel, and it is entitled LBM TV, okay? So, I want to get you seen in front of 4.5 million people, okay? You know how many people that is? that you could advertise your business to, that you could put yourself on front of the people to be seen. 4.5 million people. Oh my God, that's a lot of people, right? So, I'm opening the door for all of those that would like to advertise on my TV channel, LBM TV, an opportunity to really get in front of the people you can contact with contact me through lbmtvmedia at gmail.com for further details. lbmtvmedia at gmail.com for further details. Okay, so I want to get you seen in front of 4.5 million people. Okay, so that's on a daily basis. And I wanted to let you know that I support all businesses, okay? So, come on in. Come on in the room and get seen on TV, okay? All right, babies. I love you.